It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I don't really want to talk draft. I want to get in the free agency stuff. We've got lots of time for draft. But just a quick back from the combine, like, you know, what, what do you want to say about the combine? Well, I did my first mock draft. I saw. So I actually have a, I was going to say this for later, but sure, we'll just go with that. Um, Here's what I want to know. Because you said mock draft 1.0, I saw your tweet, and you said, not going to lie, it's perfect. I think it is. You gave yourself an A plus for it. I did, which I rarely do. So why are you going to do more? Because I know you're going to do 2.0 and 3.0 and 4.0. Like, why? You got it right. You should be done. Because. You should be done. It's over. Right. Am I wrong? Because deep down. What kills me in my life is I'm always chasing perfection. Uh-huh. And but this you is did pretty, it. You said perfect. I know, but how can something that's perfect not be perfect? But it can always get better. But what are you talking about? What's Jalen say? It's the journey. It's not about the but, arrival. But it can't get better than perfect. Well, you give yourself an A plus. But there can be a new definition of perfect. Uh, maybe. Well, definitely. I see. I, I, I like what we considered perfect right a year ago. Might you not... can't say the 1.0 is perfect and then keep doing them. It's like, fair, what's the but point? but like also things change. Yeah, they yeah. they could sign somebody. They could so so my perfect today might not be my okay. perfect next. That week. was a good spin. Thanks. That was a good. Spin. <laughs> I got there eventually. I got there eventually. Got there eventually. Yeah. All right, God, you want to do your mock draft? Kind of. So <laughs> obviously you do. You brought here, it up. Right, Go here, for it. Here would be my. I'm going to mispronounce his name, but here would be the guy that I think people are very much undervaluing. Khalil Canty out of. Uh, I Pitt. don't think after the combine people are undervaluing. Well, anymore. but when I when I tweeted that because he's he had a possibility, like a great he combine. did. But when I tweeted that he's a possibility at 10, I got a lot of, like, no way, that's way too high, blah, blah, blah. Here's the thing people have to realize. He plays an extremely important position and does an extremely important thing well. He is maybe, maybe the best pass rushing defensive tackle. Now, Jalen Carter is certainly probably ahead of him, but there's all this Jalen Carter talk that he might fall out of the top 10 now because of what's happening with this off-the-field thing. So Khalil can't, and I know I'm mispronouncing his first name, I apologize, but can't see out of Pittsburgh is undersized for sure, but he is an electric first step. He gets right after the quarterback. He had eight sacks as a defensive tackle last year in college, which is really good since they play like, I don't know, 12 or 13 games. He played at Pitt. It's not like they were playing in, you know, the national, like they weren't playing multiple postseason games. 
So I think, and if you look at, I don't think you should draft for need, but ultimately when you're picking at 10, you have to pick an impact player. This was my issue with Jordan Davis last year, is that he would have to be an impact pass rusher to be worth the 13th pick. Kansi's best job, I mean, best skill is rushing the passer. And so a concern is, well, he's undersized, so they'll just double team him. Fine. If they're going to double team him, that's a win for everybody else on the line. So I really like Kansi at number 10. And then with my the 30th pick, I took Gibbs, the running back out of Alabama. I am in on a running back with 30th. I'm not like I'm not saying reach for one, whatever, but I think 30 is a great spot to take like an elite level running back prospect. I'm fine with it. Like I'm not I don't want them to do it. I think they have so many holes defensively, especially moving forward and how he is keeps bringing up. Look at all our draft picks. Look at all our draft picks to rebuild the defense. Like the offense is yeah. pretty sad. No, and again, look, I'm I'm fine with not I, it. I'm just in on it. I get it. I get it. And look, if they take a running back at 30, I'm not going to crush them for it. If they take a running back at 10, I don't care how good Robinson is, I'm probably going to crush him for yeah. it. But I wouldn't crush him at 30. I'd rather if they're going to take a running back, they do it in the second round. Personally. Yeah. And I, I would say the thing with Bijan Robinson my ultimate opinion on it is, because I put in, and if you're new to listening, we have a Go Birds Twitter group, which has been very active. It's fun to see everybody like talking to each other. But I put in there, which has kind of turned into my safe space for takes. Like I'll put it in there first before I launch it love to the whole this. world. Look at this. Yeah. So, Look at so, you. Thanks. So I put in there. <laughs> I love that. If you're not watching the video, the people who are watching the video just got to see the, the genuine smile yeah. on Ellie. It's such a safe space. <laughs> I can tell you love it. So if you haven't joined yet, you just go to Twitter, you search Go Birds Real Ones in the Twitter communities, and it should come up. And it's also on our Twitter page. But um, So I put in there that I'm kind of getting into the idea of Bijan Robinson at 10. But here's why I ultimately decided. No mature organization takes a running back. Mm-hmm. Like I, I agree he might be the 10th best player in the draft. I agree he'd be amazing with the team. It, it's a, it's an instance where you just have to be responsible. You know, it's like when I'm looking at stuff I want to buy online, I know deep down I shouldn't buy it. And I look at it for days and days and I keep it in the cart and I relaunch the browser. But eventually I'm like, Elliot, you know you shouldn't do this. And so I don't do it. And this is what it is with B. John Robinson. He is a great player. He would be awesome in the offense, blah, blah, blah. We all know you don't take a running back. Yeah. We just, I, it, we just know it. Look, and I, so I told you I had a draft take to remind me about it. You didn't. My bad. Well, I, re- I was saying at the end of the pod. I yeah, remembered. But it's all good. No worries. You know, because right. I didn't think we would do draft stuff early in the pod. I didn't either. Here we are doing draft stuff early in the pod. Um, uh, my draft take is, and it's more of a macro thing, but I just thinking about like, you know, the, the, the top pass rushers in the NFL, the top cornerbacks in the NFL, all that stuff. And I know this draft is heavy on cornerback. Take D lineman early. Like, yeah. just take D lineman early. I mean, you look at the best of the best in the league. Like, there's a lot of later round corners who are great. The Eagles, two guys they had last year, this past year, second and third rounders, right? Slay was a third round pick. Bradbury was a second round pick back in the day. Like, every single, other than Chris Jones was a second round pick, like, every single great pass rusher in the league was a first round well, pick. And also, and most of them are top 10 picks. And when you have a pick, especially this high in the draft, I feel like you have to maximize it on a position like D-line. Well, and I think that there's become, and I, we actually really are, are getting into draft now, but I think there's become this notion like you got to take a cornerback at 10 because you're losing James Bradbury. And there's truth to it. But guys, they're also losing their top four defensive tackles. Yep. The heart of the defensive line is a bigger need than the number two corner. I think this year showed the value of having a great number two corner because all teams have two great receivers now pretty much besides the Giants. But hmm. oh, but the inside of the defensive line is a bigger need. They Again, their top four guys are gone. I know Jordan Davis is a top guy because he was a top pick, but he was the fifth defensive tackle yeah, no, last no. year. Milton Williams, probably the you know 5A or 6, whatever you want to call him. 
They need to draft. And, and when you pick this high, presumably you don't think you're going to be picking this high again. Like, this isn't their pick. They were acquired this. Maybe Howie is able to pull off a trade with a team like, you know, a team that you assume is going to be bad so that we also end the draft saying, well, this pick could be high. But in theory, they only have one first-round pick next year, and it's going to be theirs, and I don't think anybody thinks it's going to be inside the 20s. No. So, Again, unless to the point, unless Howie moves back from 10 this year and gets a next year's first, or moves back right. from 30 and somehow gets a first for that, which I think is yeah, unlikely. Yeah, those but, things. But, but you're not planning agree. on drafting at Absolutely. 10. Absolutely. So at 10, you have to get somebody. Look, I think positional value matters. I think positional need matters like 5%. But ultimately, what they have to do at 10, like trade up, trade back, whatever, they have to get a stud. Yeah, they it's have like to get a that's what we they said had the whole to get time. A stud. We were like, we yeah. would love Devonte, we love whatever, but whatever dude you pick in this spot has to has to matter. For yeah, you. like and he has that's to be what an this important is player. For you. Yeah, I think it's a great point.